When you discovered the law of attraction, you started to believe anything was possible. Life got better, much better. Now you want more, but it's not working. That's where the Manifest It Now show comes in. If you've been waiting for someone who can teach you the practical application to manifest quicker and easier while having more, turn the volume up because the dynamic duo, Cassie Parks and Ginny Gain, are ready to teach you how to live the law of attraction like they do. It's time to laugh and learn. Hello and welcome to this episode of Manifest It Now. I'm here with Ginny Gain. And I'm here with Cassie Parks. And I'm so excited about our topic today. It might be one of my top five things to talk about. We didn't even actually have any time discussing a topic. I was like, I really am sorry to talk about this. And she's like, yes, I love that. Let's do <laughs> I could talk about that all day. I could. <laughs> so the topic is getting comfortable in the uncomfortable. Yes. And this is like, because I think this is, it's a pillar to, to grow, to real growth. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think most people misunderstand this. There's that quote that's like, you know, I don't know, growth is at the edge of your comfort zone. Oh, like yeah. everybody puts that up, but I don't, I think we interpret it. I don't think, I don't think people fully understand what that actually means in terms of growth. Yes. And it, it's so yeah. interesting. I have so many examples of that in my own life, but in my client's life too, coming up. And I mean, we'll get into it. We'll get into it more, but yeah, so I think much. I don't think it's that there's something wrong with that quote or that idea, but right. it's the way we think about it and the way, yeah, that we. Oh, a hundred percent. That's what I. That's what yeah. I meant. Is like, yeah. the quote is awesome, and mm-hmm. I think most people's interpretation doesn't lead to the actual growth of that. And yes. I want to make sure that we specifically talk about. I'm sure this will come up, but I'm setting the intention mm-hmm. to remember that we talk specifically about you know, what does it mean to be uncomfortable and use the law of attraction when everything's supposed to feel good? Oh, I know. We've touched on that before. It's such a good one. My favorite. All right. So what are you excited about? I'm excited about travel and uh, coming to see you so soon. And Uh, I know the constant evolution of those plans falling into place. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I'm super excited about that. And just getting away this weekend, I get to go support one of my friends at an event she's doing. She's going to be biking across Canada next. <gasps> yeah. Yay. Next summer. Super awesome. And it's just, I feel so excited to support that. So there's going to be live music and you know, everyone, us all there together. Um, so I'm excited about that too. Fabulous. Mm-hmm. What about you? What are you excited about? I am excited about celebrating my freedom bursary. <gasps> oh yeah, I uh, know, which is November second. So uh, starting on November first, which this all ties together as a way of celebrating it, I'm doing the manifest a thousand dollars in ten days challenge, which starts mm-hmm. on November first. Which is, I, I always celebrate two days, right? Like the first is the day that I walked out of my job for the last time, and the mm-hmm. second is the first day I work woke up and was like, I am free. Yeah. Like, I get to choose what I do on Monday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I get to do what I want. I love it. I love that you're celebrating for two days or that you, you do that. Because I personally just love doing anything different, normal, like away from, hey, you have this one hour, this one day. 
Yes. Like, and how you celebrate your birthday for a month. You know, I like it when people do that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's so fun. So if you want to join the challenge, manifest a thousand dollars in 10 days, you can go to manifest a thousand dollars, manifest one zero 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 dollars spelled out D O L L A R S.com. And we're working on this for the forwarding because it's easier than giving you the actual link, obviously. Um, but you might have to put in the HTTP colon backsplash backslash. <laughs> um, if it's not working, try that. So we're trying to work that bug out, but I think that that will help you get there if you are wanting to join. That's awesome. And I, I love so that it's excited so about real. It. Like it's such a great example of, Hey, this is what we're doing and it's not perfect yet, you know, quote unquote, but mm -hmm. it's, it works. So go do it. <laughs> right. We'll talk about being comfortable in the, getting comfortable in the uncomfortable, right. Yeah. Is learning that things don't have to be perfect. And I learned this, um, I'm, I'm still learning pretty, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm always still learning it, but well, that's not true. Actually, I think I'm pretty good at this, this part right here. Mm -hmm. Right. Because I learned like when I put up manifest 10 K, like I thought it was all up and perfect. And then 220 people joined and I was like, <laughs> that system is like, I can't, you know, the, the thing that I had to make work in the, in the computer system to make email system, to make it deliver. I was like, I don't have time. Like I'm at a bachelorette party. I don't have time to switch over 220 people. Right. Like I set it up how I could make it work and I could open the doors as soon as possible. And then, you know, figured it out. Right. It's such a freedom to experience when you, when you accept that it doesn't have to be perfect. Mm -hmm. Like, and like, and I think because it, it, like, I never really understood this phrase either is like, you're perfect in your imperfection. Yes. And I've had, and like in relationships, I'm learning what that means. And it's so freaking beautiful but it like happens in every area of our life with business, especially. Mm -hmm. And that when you feel that, when you can honor that and tune into that feeling of it, it's, it's like so peaceful and amazing. Absolutely. And it's, yeah. we should definitely, we'll touch on relationships specifically because that's part of being comfortable, uncomfortable in the uncomfortable, right? Mm -hmm. Showing your imperfections is not comfortable. <laughs> I like literally had this thought the other day of like, oh wait, just remember, keep being yourself, you know? Right? Yeah. Like, oh yeah. Just remember. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to talk about, start talking about running because if you guys follow me on Instagram, you've seen a few posts about how I'm training for a half marathon in December. And it was a goal that started way back. If you've been listening this year when I'm like, Hey, maybe I can run again. <laughs> and all these different shifts have come from this inspiration. And the original motivation is not to run a half marathon. I actually don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> it, Hold on. Can I pause you? Cause I just yeah. want to highlight something. Cause you said something important that I don't know if we've talked about before. Like the first step to getting to what we're about to talk about and being in this place of loving running and, and like even where you are right now was saying, maybe I can. Mm -hmm. It wasn't going like, oh, like I have to make myself believe I can. It was just like opening to maybe that possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There was, <laughs> <laughs> there was like the possibility of maybe I can be a runner. Like that might be an option. Mm-hmm. 
And it wasn't, I did not go try to make that happen. Um, but I start, I did start to consciously own it a little bit more of like, yeah, I'm a runner. I'm a runner. Now everyone, I changed my, um, password on my like computer to born to run. Mm-hmm. Born to run. I started to read that book. Um, now everybody who listens to our podcast can get into my computer, but <laughs> <laughs> um, that's funny. <laughs> so my original intent was not to like yeah, run a half marathon because I don't actually care about the goal. And we talk about this all the time. It's not about the outcome because I so truly understand, hey, it's about the journey. Mm-hmm. And one of the things on our, you know, spiritual growth or our manifesting growth periods is this theme of being uncomfortable, being comfortable in the uncomfortable. And as I was working with clients and on my own stuff, I was thinking how sometimes the lines are blurry about what is uncomfortable. How do I know I should move forward with this? Is it old patterning I should push through or is it fear that I um, need to pay attention to in some way? The kind of both sides of that sword. And like, is this for my good or is this for my bad? And I'm like, okay, how can I practice this feeling of uncomfort but not in this realm. And it was to me practicing it in a, in a physical world, like in activity and exercise, it's so easy because you're exercising and you're pushing your body and you know, when you want to stop, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's very easy to say, okay, I'm done. Like, this is stupid. I'm going to stop. And to be able to identify those clear lines and say, okay, I'm going to keep going like, and, and realize it's a lot, it was a lot easier for me to realize like, when I'm in my head and I want to stop or when the actual physical limits of my body are saying stop. Yes. Yeah. So it's the purpose, the whole intention of doing this path of picking this goal is to practice that experience is to experience and practice getting um, comfortable in the uncomfort. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. Cause that is, you do know when it's like, I just want to stop cause I'm going to puke or when it's like, yeah. um, and you don't have to go to that point, but, um, when it's like, I just, <laughs> or when it's like physically, you know, inside your body, you should stop. Right. Yeah. Um, it was the other day I was doing a long run and I was going and I was going along with fine first little bit. And then it got to that part where I was like struggling and pushing. And I'm like, oh, it was like that drudgery. And it was like, oh, blah, blah, blah. You know, you're kind of in that. And you can feel it totally in your body of, I don't want to do this. And it it's hard and it's hard work and it's effort. And then I was like, oh, this is that uncomfortable place. And then, and then I, that reminded me right away. Actually, this was when you called me, Cass. <laughs> This is that run. I just got these new headphones and Cassie like called me and I'm like, I'm running and I can talk to you. (laughs) Um, And then, so I I immediately like switched. I said, okay, why are you doing this? And I was like, oh, right. I forgot. Because you want to have an experience where you're okay, where you just say, this is okay. Being uncomfortable is okay. And like the second I made that switch in my head and I switched my focus and tuned into my why, why I was doing it, mm-hmm. I like totally felt uh, an energy come up and 
it, it was kind of crazy. It's crazy how this works, how you just switch into kind of, you just feel that energy and you feel that flow mm-hmm. and you're connected again. And all of a sudden I had all this energy, <clears throat> not energy. It's just like I had the, the effort was gone. There was no like forcing it. Mm-hmm. And so it was a huge release of resistance. And I mean, it didn't, it stayed for a bit and I still, there's still effort, but when you're doing things with that knowing it's, it just releases the struggle a little bit more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. Um, so do you want to talk about, do you want to talk about how, what that, how that plays into the law of attraction where everything's supposed to feel good. <laughs> yes, I do. It's so funny. Cause it was one of the biggest questions I used to get at the beginning because I was doing personal training and making that transition. Mm-hmm. And people were saying, well, how do you use a law of attraction when you're, when you're, you know, working out because you have to push your body if you want to get stronger, you know, or even in diet stuff, you have to sacrifice, you have to be strict on this diet. If you want to, do this. And that doesn't feel good. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) (laughs) this is like a very, let's step back. Right. What would you say to that? What would you say to this idea that uncomfortable doesn't feel good? And if I'm using the law of attraction, I'm supposed to follow my feel good. I think there's, there's, to, I, I would have to break it into two. And so often um, people will come with a question to me. And I think this is one of those type of questions where they go, well, like, how do I do this right now? Like, how do I change this? I'm like, we need to change it three steps back. Right. It's, it's a not great point. Right now, like right now, there is no answer because you already started on a path that wasn't totally LOA or wasn't where you wanted to be. We need to step back three steps and come into what is it that you want and the beingness and all of that. And so often people try and and solve for LOA, we'll say instead of like solve for X, in mm-hmm. the middle of something that they didn't create using LOA or they think they did, but they weren't really using, you know, the basics. So let's I'm gonna give an example of that. So say if you had picked since we're just on running, you had picked a goal of, I'm going to run this marathon for whatever reason. And it's hard and you've injured yourself and you have two months till you need to run it. And then you're like, how is this supposed to work? Right. Like, or yeah. How is this supposed to work? How is this like, I'm uncomfortable. Like, do I push through whatever? Right. And I would say you back way up and you decide like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And does that reason feel good? Right. And even yep. if that reason felt good in the beginning, maybe it doesn't actually feel good now. Right. So give your like permission to change your mind, right? Yeah. Permission to like change your beingness. So I was going to say that goes back to last week's episode when we're talking about um, worthiness, that's a time where you get to honor you and those decisions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, okay, why am I doing this? And like, (laughs) actually fully believe like giving yourself a choice, like, okay, like I did it for this reason. Now I can see that isn't what I want. Do I want to keep going? And the answer can always be no. Or you say, okay, I did it for that reason. Is there something better? Like, have I grown? Do I want something else? Is there actually something else I was afraid to ask? Is it, 
you know, whatever, what do I really want? Right. You can come back to those questions and go, okay, well, I really want to be a half marathon runner. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the beingness of that, right? The beingness of a half marathon runner would might, you know, would probably take care of her body. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you're injured, like if it is an injury versus just pushing through something, Mm -hmm. right. And how would that happen? And she would probably maybe look for other ways to train while she's letting certain parts of her body heal. Mm -hmm. I'm guessing not being a half marathon runner. (laughs) Um, (laughs) She'd be kind to herself along the way. Mm -hmm. She would be taking care of herself. Like she probably wouldn't have, she might've ended up in this situation, but maybe not because she might've been slower which would have prevented injury, right? Like she might've taken the time to grow instead of like trying to sprint into being a half marathon runner. Um, Didn't try that before. <laughs> right. Which I hear out like that happens a lot, right? Like um, with runners, it's like, no, I'm not going to follow my training plan that somebody, that somebody told me would get me from, you know, like month one to month six half marathon, right? No, I need, I'm going to run faster and further so I can get there faster, mm-hmm. right? But it ends up causing injury. Um, so yeah, I think stepping back three steps and really, and then coming from the beingness and making that decision, um, because even the question changes, right? Mm-hmm. When you come back to that beingness and then you, and then you walk the three steps back to where you are, the question might be different. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah. So how does that, let's bring it back a little bit to being comfortable in the uncomfortable. And Wait, I just want to say, oh, go ahead. say one more thing. Yeah. So when, like what, it's like almost like, what's the answer when you say this should feel good, but mm-hmm. I also know I need to be uncomfortable. And I think when you're tuned into a big part of knowing the difference between those two is when you're tuned into where you're going, which is the woman you're, you want to be. Mm-hmm. and what she's like, um, you have that clarity, you have that guidance because, yep. you know, is pushing through this uncomfort going to bring me closer to her mm-hmm. or does it matter? Mm-hmm. Or is, is me pushing through this uncomfort going to, does it take me away from her? Is that being her or is it not being her? So you kind of have your like lighthouse there. Yeah. And I think where people get tricked on this is like, they'll say, well, she wouldn't do anything uncomfortable. <laughs> Well, that's not true. <laughs> right? It's not true because anytime somebody's grown, like you've always, like you haven't gotten to where you are if you've grown at all without doing something that didn't feel comfortable, right? Yeah. Even if it of- feels small now, at the time it was big. Yes. Yeah. And we talked about it a lot in our like growth ones. If you guys haven't listened to those, there, I mean, a few months back, I think it was July or something, we talked a lot about growth. Mm hmm. And being uncomfortable is often feels scary. Like often the feeling is being scared. No kidding. Right. And I, (laughs) right. And I I said this to a new client the other day when she's about to sign up, she's like, I'm really scared. I was like, awesome. Yeah. I know. (laughs) I'm like, that's it. Like that is, it's like uncomfortable, like because it's a new feeling, right? Because it makes sense that it's scary or uncomfortable because you cannot experience a life that you haven't experienced unless you become someone you haven't become and though you don't know what that feels like so you don't know it your body's not familiar with it your brain isn't familiar with it so it's doesn't feel familiar it doesn't feel comfortable Mm -hmm. 
I used this example yeah. the other day, cast with, I don't know where it came from, maybe because it's Halloween, but I'm like, it's like you're stepping into a costume, yeah, a brand new costume. And at first it feels super weird. You're like, I'm not a tiger. I know who I am. I'm this person that I call Ginny. Yeah. Clearly not a tiger, but eventually, obviously I'm stepping into a tiger's costume. I love it. Um, eventually, if I wore that costume all year, I would start to see myself as a tiger and I would start to you'd be like, yeah, this is who I am. This is, mm-hmm. I'm a tiger. Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear a funny example of this? I was thinking yeah. the other day and thought about it in a long time. So uh, when I was playing softball in college, they did a freshman initiation day, which meant all of the upperclassmen like dressed us in these really ridiculous outfits. I mean, ridiculous. Oh, yeah. And then they wrote all over our faces and we had to go to class all day, right? Yeah. And so in the beginning of the day, you're like very aware that you have a plastic seashell bra on and MC Hammer pants. Like it was over a shirt, like a weird shirt that didn't match the MC Hammer pants. Like, and that there's right, like you're very aware of that at eight o'clock in the morning, right? But by the time I got to my two o'clock philosophy class, like, we sit around in a circle and you have to discuss whatever you read. Right. So I'm, so I, I'm sharing my point. Like I've forgotten that I look like this. <laughs> like it's awesome. become who I, I, I've just forgotten it. Like it was uncomfortable in the morning, but by the afternoon I'm like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm saying something and somebody go, he goes, you know, I, you're making really good points, but it's so hard to take you seriously <laughs> when you look like that. It's so hard to focus on what you're right? saying. And, but it was like, in that moment, I was like, oh, I forgot, like I, mm-hmm. I had gotten comfortable in that space, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I want to talk a little bit, I want to circle back. So I remember yes. to say this in terms of the scariness and the uncomfortableness, right? The thing that is interesting to me, and I've, I've learned this about myself. So you guys know that I have a, a guide to identify your money story. And one of the money stories is money chaser. And that's who, that's my former money story, right? One of them. And what I, I realized is when I told this client this the other day, as she was signing up, she's like, it's scary. And I'm like, awesome. Because that is actually the uncomfortable place. Like when you're a money chaser, it feels comfortable to just like chase money, Mm -hmm. but it feels uncomfortable to do something that's actually going to create change. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the point I'm trying to make is that often that comfortable is, is because it's what you don't want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's the same thing that you've the been same doing thing and that you've been getting same results. Yeah. Yeah. And when you, when you are willing to be, get comfortable in that uncomfortable space is when often when it's uncomfortable is when you know, like, Oh, I'm growing. This is getting awesome. Like things are fabulous. That's my favorite go-to is like when you're like, oh, I'm uncomfortable, which mm-hmm. first you have to have the level of awareness to be able to recognize and acknowledge. Right. Yeah. And then to go right to, oh, I'm growing. Like, yeah. I'm awesome. Ooh. Right. I am awesome. This feels so like out right. of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let's come back to that quote at yeah. the beginning and tell everybody how, or how we interpret it, how you interpret it in your words. So I mean, I have obviously interpret it different now, but I think the way that I see most people interpret it is they like the comfort zone feels like zip lining or it feels like whitewater rafting. It feels like something that is That's in the comfort zone. What do you mean? Wait, what? No. Oh, outside of the comfort zone. Okay. Sorry. Okay. Like when you says that like stuff happens at the edge of your comfort zone, mm-hmm. I, 
to me, and I think this is a general, and I might be wrong, but I think a lot of people interpret that as like, oh, it's getting uncomfortable. It's just like trying Face something your fears. new. Yeah. Right. Facing your fears is a good way to like wrap yeah. it up. Right. It's just like facing your fear and doing like a zip line or going whitewater rafting or whatever it is. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think while those things have the power to change you, they're, they're like, it's so easy to get over that fear because it's over in a second. Yeah. Right. Like when you, I always love, um, like at uh, our six flags and other places I've been, they have like this swing where there's like three of you strapped in and they pull you like so high <laughs> and they let you fly over the amusement park. Mm -hmm. Like that's scary when I'm getting in, but when I get off, it's over. Right. Right. So when it's you're... not like creating true change. Yeah, no, it's just like, oh, that was fun because you forget in that moment. But I think the uncomfortableness, like what happens at the edge of your comfort zone is really being in there f until it gets comfortable, mm -hmm. right? Not until it's over, but until it gets comfortable, until it becomes the new you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really good way. And so doing, when we think of doing things like that, they can only last so long. I don't think we necessarily want to be swinging all day in order to get comfortable with it. <laughs> right. Well, and I think it's only that even when you swing, like often, like, I don't know if this is true for everybody, but like for me, it's just right before you pull the rip cord. Mm. That's scary. Like once just you let go. Of, yeah. Uh -huh. No, keep going. Oh, like once you let go, it's like, you're like, there's, there is a point where you relax, where it does get comfortable. Right. Yeah. Um, but it happens very quickly. So you're not staying in that uncomfortable feeling for a long time. And while those things are awesome, and I think they're totally awesome, like going and doing those things that are facing your fears, I do think move you forward. Mm -hmm. I just think often we think that, I think there's- That's it. Most, yeah, to be yeah. had in, in places that make us stay uncomfortable until we get comfortable. Yeah. And so two things I want to say about that idea is that I think they can be, those experiences can be even more powerful when you- take the intention into them of, I'm going to practice this for a little bit, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm going to go have this experience to help shift me. Although, and instead of the intention of, well, people say I need to face my fears and I need to get uncomfortable in order to grow. So I'm going to go do this thing so I can ha be uncomfortable. So then I must grow after that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so taking into it the intention of, I'm going to have this experience. I'm aware it's going to help shift me. It's going to give me, you know, an experience of what that's going to feel like so that I can take it into the bigger things, the more transformational things about life stuff. Yes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Anything else you want to say about this? To kind of wrap up the idea of being uncomfortable, being comfortable. I keep switching them around. <laughs> being comfortable in the uncomfortable. Sometimes. Uh, oh, go ahead. What? Um, sometimes it's letting go of, um, like for me, one of the things it was, was like not relying on the energetic techniques that I had been relying on to change and shift and stuff. Mm -hmm. was yes. to actually like, with the be present in the moment. So this, mm -hmm. so getting comfortable in the uncomfortable really has a lot also to do with feeling your feelings. Yes. So everything's so tied together. It is. Um, I would say, and it's the same thing, same concept, different way to, to say it is if you are looking at what is and you're pushing against it because it, mm -hmm. and, and so like you're, whatever you're experiencing is uncomfortable 
and you're sitting there saying it shouldn't be like this, that's you resisting, you know? And right. so if you would just step back and say, I cannot, I can choose to not judge this or I can choose to let this be. That is the process of like getting comfortable or allowing it to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is a big one. I think we could probably keep going on this. Oh, I'm sure. It's <laughs> it literally is. It's one of the biggest things, especially, um, I mean, with anything, but it's definitely with money stories as well is where I like, I get to see it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cause awesome. sometimes it can be comfortable for some people to actually hold on to money and have it for longer than normal. Yeah. It's so comfortable to stay what, like in places we're familiar with. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Even if that's doesn't really serve us. Yeah. 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 All right. We could definitely go on, but more to come, (laughs) I'm sure. More to come. Yes. All right. Well, have a fabulous rest of your week. And happy Halloween. Go be awesome. Thank you for joining us on the Manifest It Now show, where you learn how to leverage the law of attraction to manifest your dreams. Now that you're inspired, share the love and review us on iTunes. While you're there, remember to subscribe.